And a good day to all of our listeners. It's Abraham Fossier from For Your Good Ministries. And we're going to continue with our series today that we refer to as There's Only One. In our series, we've spoken about various There's Only Ones that Scripture teaches. And today, we're going to pick up on something that's a little bit out of the track of what we're having speaking into. Because we're going to look at today at there's only one group of people that Jesus had an issue with when he walked the earth. The Bible talks about Jesus as being one of full of grace and full of truth. Jesus is also referred to as a man filled with mercy, which means he doesn't give us what we deserve. And Jesus Christ took what we deserve and extended us grace. He gave us what we don't deserve. When Jesus walked the earth, he was filled with compassion. The Bible often says his heart was moved with compassion, and so he healed them. Jesus embraced so many different people. In fact, Jesus was even accused of being a friend of taxmen and sinners. Jesus sat amongst sinners, and he engaged with sinners, so much so that the Pharisees would accuse him and name him so many times with so many adverse connotations. Jesus being full of grace and mercy and extending that and expressing that towards all of mankind, yet he took exception to only one, only one singular group of people. In fact, you may even say to this group of people he appeared to come across harsh, not for harsh's intent, but to bring them to their senses so that they would turn and found salvation in his person. So who was this one group of people that Jesus was rather abrupt with and very pointed in how he spoke to them in various contexts? Well, this group of people was referred to in Scripture as the Pharisees. The Pharisees were the religious order of the day. They were so proud of their doing and their self-accomplishments they were filled with pride. They didn't even recognize Jesus when he walked the earth. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah that he came to his own and his own received him not. The Pharisees were those who were very proud of what they had achieved. They were doing-orientated people. Their focus was on that that they did, and they felt that that set them apart from others, and so they looked down and frowned upon others. And Jesus would refer to them as being filled with dead man's bones. He would refer to them as white stoned sepulchres, but filled with dead man's bones. And some of his rebuttal to them would go as far as saying that your father is the devil. In other words, the source of your pride, the source of your focus on yourself to the point that you were blind to not see me, that source or that father, that root from which it comes, doesn't come from me, but actually comes from the enemy. So Jesus would be very straightforward with that group of people. Again, his intention was always to have people turn and find their solution in him. In fact, in John chapter 5, verse 39, Jesus says to the Pharisees, he says, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you find eternal life. But these are they that speak of or glorify or point 
towards me, Jesus Christ. And he said to him, but you are not willing to come to me. But Jesus was filled with grace, and we are saved by grace through faith, says Ephesians 2 verse 8. But the Pharisees didn't want to hear that message because they were so proud of their attainments. As I said earlier, they were a doing-orientated people. But Jesus came to focus us on our being aspect of who we are. For we are human beings, we are not human doings. Our doings will never establish our being, but when we establish our being in Christ, it will establish our doing. And so religion gets things back to front. They, they do things the wrong way around. You might even note when Jesus, when the Pharisees brought to Jesus, rather, the woman caught in the very act of adultery, the first thing Jesus did, he said, he who was out sin cast the first stone. When he had removed all accusation and condemnation and guilt, he then asked this very woman caught in the very act, he says, where are those who condemn you? And they had all left. Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Religion condemns, it judges, it breaks people down, it points out their shortcomings. Jesus never recognized that woman sins. So when he removed condemnation, he doubled the one sin she had, which was not putting belief in Jesus Christ. Once she had found her solution, only then did Jesus say, go and sin no more. Because he had enabled her, not by a pharmaceutical approach of judgment and condemnation, but of grace and not focusing on her sins, but the one sin which was believing in Jesus. As soon as she had found Jesus on the basis of this solution now, Jesus could say to her, go and sin no more. And I believe she left just sin no more. The prodigal son was much the same. We refer to that parable as the parable of the lost or the prodigal son. I prefer to refer to it as the, the parable of the good, good father. Because again, the son was far away from the father. He got lost, and when he came back, he expected to be received as a slave, be judged and condemned. But the father never once pointed out his sins. In fact, he enveloped him with love. He put a robe of righteousness on him. He put a ring on his finger, which means authority and relationship and betrothal and marriage. And on the basis of that, that son was received and thereby walked with the father thereafter. But Pharisees are sin-conscious people. They point out shortcomings and errors all the time. So Jesus would take an issue with them because it, it blinded them not to see the solution, which was in the person of Jesus Christ. So friends, as I close out today, there was only one group of people that Jesus had an issue with, if I can use the word issue, with on this earth. And that was the Pharisees, the self-righteous, those who frown upon and look down upon others and point their shortcomings out. Meantime, it's a speck in another man's eye, but they've got a plank in their own. And that plank denies him to see the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus, full of grace, full of mercy, full of love. When he envelops us, it smothers sins away from us. We don't deal with our sins to get Jesus. We get Jesus to deal with our sins. When you're sin conscious, whatever you are conscious of is what you'll practice. The Bible says we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are in and one with him. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. When we realize we're in Christ, we find a solution in the person of Jesus Christ, our sins die a natural, extended, progressive death from one measure of glory to the next.
So be mindful at this time that God loves you. God receives you and I just as we are. Like the prodigal son, like the woman caught in the very act of adultery. They were received. And that receiving, that enveloping love, smothered out the sins. So don't deal with your sins to get Jesus. That is somewhat of an antichrist kind of approach. We need Jesus, who dealt with our sins at the cross. By his empowering in us and working through us, our sins will die a progressive death. So remind again, there's only one group of persons Jesus had an issue with on the planet with the self-righteous, pharisaical people who frowned and judged and condemned and looked down on others and perpetually pointed at their sins and their shortcomings. Jesus never did that once, only to the Pharisees, but to no other group of people did he point out people's sins. He pointed out their solution to their sins, which was found in Jesus Christ. And so this is Abraham Foss signing off. And encourage you to come to a God who through the person of Jesus Christ is grace and truth. Who will love you and envelop you. And will transform your life. He will transform your life. He will complete the good work that he starts. He will bring it to the point of completion. And so celebrate Jesus. And remember that Jesus had no issue with the sinners. Even the tax collectors. Only with the Pharisees, the self-righteous. Because they were, as was Satan, filled with pride and arrogance. They didn't want to come to him. They didn't want to find Jesus because they were so proud in their achievements. So God bless you today. Have a wonderful rest of the week. This is Abraham Foss from For Your Good Ministries. You're welcome to look us up on www.foryourgood.net. And you can send us an email and we're willing to respond to any inquiry or query you might have. God bless as you enjoy the rest of your day.